Hey there, welcome to LSAT Demon Daily. I'm Nathan Fox, that's Ben Olson. We're the founders of LSATdemon.com and our weekly podcast, Thinking LSAT. We got an email here from Big G. Howdy, Ben and Nathan. I hope this email finds both of you in good health and high spirits. It does for me. Yeah. I've been listening to your podcast for nearly six months on my commute to school, and I wholeheartedly appreciate you guys. I'm about to graduate this May with a 3.85, and I have been hitting the 165, sorry, 167 to 173 range. I decided to take at least a year before going to law school, and I will be taking the June LSAT because my LSATs fell short of my goals. So you're delaying, I guess. Okay. I know what you guys are going to say. Regardless, I've re- I received a really good job offer that is hard to refuse, especially for a recent college graduate. The job, however, is very business, Excel, finance oriented and has nothing to do with law. Wait, I'm going to stop you right there. <laughs> yeah. The law is all, if not in, almost entirely about business and finance. Why the hell do you think people hire attorneys? Because they want to fix their financial problems. It's not worth it otherwise. Yeah. Anyways, go ahead. Oh, yeah. Yes. I was just going to say exactly that. Like, I don't know what you think law is if it's not business yeah. and finance. And yeah. sure, I mean, maybe Excel is not the thing that all lawyers know how to use, but Excel is I I know lawyers who have used Excel for case management stuff, build their own little macros and build their own little tools inside of Excel. Certainly you be able you you must be able to do some basic data analysis. You have to know how lawyer. to use a spreadsheet. You do have right? to know how to use a spreadsheet. <laughs> so the like I I don't have any problem with this job whatsoever and just because it's not explicitly legally oriented, I mean, law touches absolutely everything. This business has legal counsel. Whatever yeah. job this is, like if they don't have in-house legal counsel, then they pay outside legal counsel. They definitely have contracts. They definitely are constantly signing contracts with every, you know, they you can't open a bank account without signing a contract there's lawyers involved they're lurking everywhere so you say that this is a very good job offer yeah absolutely of course 100 you should take it big g continues one of my ultimate goals later in life is to go back to my home country and make positive changes in the law there Ooh. It sounds aspirational, but it just, what, it just, what, what does that mean in practice? Like, unless you know what it's like to actually change the law, you know, unless you know someone who changes the law, I just don't think that the, I mean, it's like 99.999% of lawyers are never going to be involved in changing the law at all. No, they're trying to help people work within the law as it is it it very likely might be more impactful if you want to change the law you can probably do that as an organizer or as a politician or as like there's so many other things that you might be able to do besides trying to make your living as a lawyer i don't know that there i'm i'm not so optimistic about that but go ahead big g continues so here are my questions first would law schools and law schools is oddly capitalized, would law schools still perceive non-legal work experience as valuable? Okay, first, it's valuable regardless of the fact that it's not explicitly legal, but also who cares? It's not anything that's going to matter in your actual- Just business equals law. Yeah. Finance also equals law. 
Yeah. Business, finance, law, all the same thing. Yep. So you, this job does have something to do with law. You know, it's not like you're a concert pianist <laughs> or a uh, filmmaker. You know, like there are things that do not obviously tie mostly creative things. Notice it's all the like good jobs <laughs> have nothing yeah. to do with law. <laughs> like the yeah. fun things have nothing yep. to do with law. Okay. But this is not a fun thing. This is, you're going to be doing some spreadsheets inside of an actual business. So they're not going to see that as not legally related. But even then I don't, don't worry about it. It's like, you're worried about how they're going to look at your experience yeah. when they accept you, your things that yeah. matter are your LSA and your GPA. By the way, despite your example, I re strongly remember a personal statement that was by a musician high up musician who was writing about why she was interested in law because of the, the agreements she had to sign with her producers. And right. And so we can so everything tie everything back to the law. <laughs> right. It's just that if that was you, you know, if you were, yeah. if you were a, um, a musician of some sort, you're going to need to make that explicit tie when you're, uh, writing your personal statement, right? Yeah, you're going you're yeah. to need to make it make sense to them that you're now not going to be practicing with the symphony orchestra anymore. And instead you're going to what go to law school. You got to kind of explain that. Right. But you coming from like, you're already wearing your um, short sleeve button down shirt uh, <laughs> with your tie <laughs> sitting in your cubicle, working on your finance spreadsheets. You don't need to like connect those dots for them. You know, that that's, yeah. that's already finance close enough. Yep. Second question. Is there anything I can do while working full time that would add me, had add me more legal value or experience? Um, give me maybe more legal value or experience. Yeah. No, you're already doing it. You're yeah. Fine. Stop worrying about it. Just kick ass at whatever you do. And you, yeah, you don't need to think about that. Last question. Is there anything I could do during the working years that would, in your opinion, inch me closer to my goal? No, stop worrying about all this stuff. Yeah. Like you need to get the best LSAS you can get. And I'm glad you're getting this experience. You're getting paid. Great. Like do it. I think they like any work experience. They they yep. prefer any work experience to no work experience at all. And this sounds like it's a good job. You're going to be getting paid. You're going to hopefully be getting like high experience and promotions maybe at some yeah. point and doing a really good job. You'll be able to get a letter of like a strong letter of recommendation from a professional reference. That's awesome. Uh, and in the meantime, the one thing that you can do that would inch you closer to your goal, it wouldn't inch you closer to your goal. It would put you miles closer to your goal is getting the very best LSAT you can possibly get 167 to 173. That's awesome that you've made it that high that that far. But if you can bump that up to 173 to 179, yep. you know, then that transforms your application. It's it, it's that much different. You know, 170 is great. But 176, totally different applicant. Yeah. So, yeah, keep working hard on the LSAT. Do the very best you can in this job and stop worrying about, you know, making yourself a better applicant in other ways. It's just a waste of time. Yep. Thanks for writing in, Big G. Email daily at LSATdemon.com if you'd like to ask us a question or share some LSAT or law school admissions news. Thanks for listening.